I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks to Manly Bands for supporting the morning stream. Manly Bands help men find wedding bands that fit their personality and their budget with unique and stylish designs. To get 21% off your Manly Band for a limited time and get a free silicone ring, go to manlybands.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, there is the A and then the A-hole. Let's cassette the ship's phasers. Space and sex sounds the same. Fiber for a Klingon. We accept all TMS people. It's bland for a reason. Honey, I was at the zoo petting the koalas, I swear. Of all the Collins, eh, they're adequate. The Buca de Beppo of Thai food. Callous Mouth Dave. Just a flea and Anthony Kiedis. More like the shits, Carlton. A crescendo of smells. It's cold down here. Under the fandom with major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Oh, Jesus. No description can equal this weightlessness. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm telling you. Oh, my goodness me. Oh, wow. I can't believe this. Shit. Sit down and listen, punk. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Monday, October 18th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson, and this here is Brian Ibbett. Hey, Scott. How are you? I'm okay. I got tea. I got hot tea because it's cold down here. Yep. And yep. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, no, Listen, sir. I just got to ask you, how did you get audio of me walking into the Cosmopolitan Hotel Casino in Las Vegas uh, for the very first time? How did you get that audio of me and crazy. my reaction? It's it was crazy. amazing. Well, you've seen how much of your old prom stuff I get. It's not that hard. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I- <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, the weightlessness. Oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> uh. I like that everybody's been putting up. Uh, so I put up this photo of Kirk, an old Kirk episode of, of TOS looking uh-huh. outside of a window of the ship. And then below it, a picture of Shatner looking outside the window of the, the Amazon penis rocket. Yeah, right. And yeah. and they and it's a nice little juxtaposition. It's like, oh, act, you know, here's the captain finally getting to look out of an actual spaceship. So to me, it was kind. Of, it wasn't even as a joke. It was like, oh, this is a nice thing. Like it's a full circle. Like the world, like, yeah. completing itself. But then someone sent me one of Shatner looking out the window, terrified from that episode of uh, 
of the uh, uh, the Twilight Zone where there's a creature on the wing. Oh. <laughs> so now oh, that's maybe. even better. I never even thought about that. What a great. So now we need somebody to take one of those photos and Photoshop a little gremlin oh. on the outside. No, we don't need. Oh, what we need is somebody to take that Twilight Zone video <laughs> and put his voice going, oh, Jesus. Oh. Even better. I can do that. <laughs> To the Twilight Zone video, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I like people that say Jesus. They don't get a whole... Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> oh, that's good stuff. I mean, he's obviously just, you know, completely weirded out. That's spelled with four Zs, by the way. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you gotta... If we ever do Three that... Three Es and four Zs. <laughs> yeah. But if they... Uh, I assume they had a photographer on board that took, like, proper pictures... Because they always do. Or I don't something. know. I don't That's, you know, there's four people up there. I don't know. Uh, you true. know, you're, these people are paying whatever, quarter of a million dollars to Maybe get up there. A, one of those, and, echo, uh, those echo robots they announced the other day. They got one Right. Of See, there around. you go. One of the drones, one of the security drones that flies around your house when you're not home. It yeah. goes through your underwear drawer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are great. Everybody wants mm-hmm. that in your underwear drawer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, shout out to uh, Tracy Haley. Yeah. So one of our own, uh, Tad Pooler, who I guess I the first time I met her was in 2015. And uh, the reason we met them was under similar circumstances. She was up at Snowbird, which has a higher altitude, which means less oxygen. And she's got a lung thing that will sometimes kick in depending on, mm-hmm. you know, altitudes and things. And so we helped get her to a hospital. And then she was here in Salt Lake for a few days after Nertacular recovering and, and all this stuff down in the valley. Anyway, she's an awesome person and always really she great is. in the chat room and the tadpool and the Facebook group, all this stuff. She's just a great human being. And um, she's in the hospital, went to the ER last night because her oxygen dropped to like 70. And uh, they did a COVID test. It was negative. But the doctor still thinks she has COVID, which is mm-hmm. an interesting thing. They, can't, they just keep getting a negative test, but they think she's got it or else because they have no other explanation why it's dropping like this. So anyway, she's there and being held for tests and they're going to you know, try different things. And anyway, just be thinking about her, you know, wish her the best, uh, yeah. all that. Send her your, you know, send her your tadpool healing vibes. Uh, Tina mentioned this to me last night. Let me know. And so I immediately jumped in here to make sure that we we gave her a shout out today. Um is Tina, Tina's on Facebook way more than, than me, maybe even probably more than you. <laughs> no, way more than me. I guarantee it. Yeah. I'm barely ever on yeah. there. In fact, Kim found so. it. So you're the same as me. You're, our wives are the ones that inform mm, us. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, let's see, I got this message from her. Let's see if she's updated it. Um, okay. So she's being held overnight for observation. She told me, um, let's see, crossing my fingers, it'll be just one night. Thank you so much for checking in. Da, 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 da. Okay, so it sounds like they're just kind of keeping an eye on her, and she's okay. But anyway, be thinking about her. You know, I know a lot of you don't even know her, but she just was one of the sweetest people I ever ran into. And I don't know, I just I don't want her to be okay. So there's that. Uh, Brian, I went out uh, for some Thai food with the crazy neighbors on Friday. Well, Tina and I went out for for uh, Thai food with crazy neighbors on Friday night. Ooh, Thai food, and um. Mm. I love that. You know, uh, it, yeah, delicious stuff, right? I had some, uh, oh, what I had? I had a three-flavor chicken uh, with some different curry in there. Tina gets her usual Penang. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we always got to start off with some, uh, what's the soup? Tom Ka? 
Tom. Well, there's the coconut. There's the coconut one. Then there's just the spicy one. Um, the, the spicy one. Tom is like Yum. A, yes, that. Oh. Tom Yum is the spicy one. That's the one I go for. And um, so our our server comes over. Hold on, do you guys get and, the big uh, the fountain version of it where it's like a whole uh, communal like giant bowl that's like heated the whole time you're there? That version of that no. soup. Well, they don't have that at the at the place that we go to. Okay. Oh, that's um, so good. So good. It sounds like you go to the Buca de Beppo of Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, this is like a little little family owned, family owned place in uh, Golden, Colorado. Okay. And uh, so we get bowls, individual bowls. Nice. And so she comes over to take our order and, and uh, uh, she says, can I get you guys any appetizers or any soups? Tina says, yeah, I'll do the Tom Ka. I say, I'll do the Tom Yum. Mr. Crazy Neighbor, uh, Crazy Neighbor says, uh, I'll do the Tom Yum as well. And to preface this, I got to tell you, uh, Mrs. Crazy Neighbor is a huge Seinfeld fan. Mm. And uh, that's great. And so she, uh, the server goes around and, and asks all our, our soup orders. And then uh, cra- Mrs. Crazy Neighbor doesn't order anything. And so she says, Oh, no soup for you. And <laughs> immediately at the top of her lungs, Mrs. Crazy Neighbor goes, no soup for you! <laughs> Which, uh, you know, with a, an Asian server, you kind of got to hope that she's familiar with the reference. Sure. Otherwise, it sounds like uh, sounds like mocking. Sounds like a horrible impersonation. Oh, 100%. Even, even though the soup Nazi wasn't even Asian, uh, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like, that it voice. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just the way you say it as, no soup for you! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but for the for the record, sorry, just for yeah. the c- correction here, I, I'm putting this in our in our Discord. Um, this is the okay. kind of thing I was talking about. It's a oh yeah okay we've seen this a little sterno in there and yeah and then just burn it Something the whole like time you- and then you're supposed to scoop out of it and um, no ours doesn't have that like a little, for <laughs> audio listeners it's like a bundt cake mold yeah it is soup, it and is like a, a bundt cake mold or like a. Like a washing machine uh, opened up or something with right. a thing in the middle. Seriously, if you get this, uh, this gets, comes to you at a tiki bar, it's filled with rum and uh, it's probably on fire. Yeah, It exactly. looks like a volcano. Yeah. They're very, oh, that exactly. soup is so... Fr- you, just Look at that. that. And that's soup. a good Tom Ka with um, octopus in there, it looks yeah. like, and uh, yeah. calamari, yeah. I'm seeing, some scallops. Yeah. Um, usually it's like shrimp and lemongrass and... Um, um, not bok choy, whatever it is that they use that's uh, kind of bok choy like. There's also like a there's a, a little reeds of something yes, in there. That's what I was trying to remember. Not bok choy. It's like something else, and it's really hard. You don't want to be chewing. They're them. hard. You got to basically like, oh, I got one of those, and you basically put it on the side of your plate, and yeah, you know, you don't eat those. That's, that's fiber for a for a Klingon or something. Exactly. It's like bamboo shoots or something. Yeah. Like, uh, Oh, anyway, this sounds so good right now. I know it was it was really good, and we had some uh, the next day, some leftover Thai. The next day it was really really good. Mm, I always get the hey, drunken uh, quick, noodles. That's oh, the, that's my jam is the drunken noodles. Drunken noodles, yeah. Mm. Uh, our friend Dan always gets the drunken noodles uh, yeah. when he joins us. But uh, but when Dave's there, yeah, he's from, already drunk. He is the drunken noodle. So no, Dave he, usually gets some. He gets the the uh, messiest meal he can. Because yeah. it will end up all over the table and his lap and whatever shirt he's wearing. Yeah. And he always asks them the spice level. And Thai food, you know, they, in, in Thailand apparently, they like their food really spicy. So there's there's U.S. spicy and then there's Thai spicy. Yep. And so he'll say, um, make it as spicy as you can. And they'll say, 
Thai spicy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, top of the Thai spicy. Dave <laughs> will do that? Dave will do that. Crazy Neighbor wow. Dave will do that. That's great. He, I, I don't know um, how he tastes the food. <laughs> I don't either. Because I feel like the inside of his mouth has to be one big callus yeah uh, after eating everything like that you'd have to be my brother can do it but um and kim can do it a little better than me but i always have to do american spicy there i can't yeah can't yeah same here it's like i'll go medium i'll go two two in the, the menu two little uh red hot chili peppers yeah just and, those are and hot. Anthony Kiedis. it's still hot need... yeah it's just <laughs> yeah it's still yeah just a flea and an anthony Kiedis. did you just... <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> the um uh, it might be a good defensive mechanism, actually, his his order of uh, Top of the Thai Spicy, because nobody ever asks to try his food. Mm. Like, everybody else be like, oh, my God, that looks really good. Can I try a bite? And like, yeah. oh, yeah, please help yourself. Nobody ever says, ooh, can I try a bite of the thing that has uh, steam coming off of it that looks like skull and crossbones? Yeah, yeah, because you know, you're so, going to die. That stuff is so hot, mm-hmm. and I don't know how they – and sometimes they'll screw up and bring you the hot one, or, or right. we'll have it delivered, and they'll we'll have said two – and they'll send four, right? And it's yeah. and we'll all and we'll all kind of die. We'll all just You're die. Like, nope, can't do it. Yeah, everyone passes away anyway. or, or yeah. comes close. Uh, yeah, Thai food though. Oh, oh. Thai food's the best. So good. It is amazing. Um, all yeah. right. Well, that's fantastic. Also, a reminder: yeah. we're playing. We're doing the play date this weekend. Now, this is the fun yes. thing about Friday's play date. It means that everybody can show up. It's not just a Patreon right. closed stream. It'll be here mm-hmm. on the Twitch channel. And uh, we do it at 2 p.m., same time as we do the show normally. But this time, we're doing it in the wake of the brand new release of the latest Jackbox collection, Collection 8. Yes. And uh, it's got this animation drawful thing in there. Uh, which yeah, I, I talked oh, to the Tadpool. So they all did their Saturday Tadpooligans get, yeah. to, get together. Um, and I said, oh, hey, have you guys done the, uh, the new... Um, Jack uh, Jackbox Eight, and they're like, "Oh yeah, there's some great games in there." So, how is Drawful Animate? Because mm-hmm. to me, it feels like this is going to be a thing that is going to take everybody a long time. <laughs> like, all right, do your drawing, and then it's like, ah, oh, come back in five minutes when everybody's drawings are done. Sure. I guess you only get two two screens, so it's like a it's like a back and forth all uh, animation thing, kind of like uh, what was that? Uh, was it Doctor Cats? The animation thing in um, oh, the '90s, the Squiggle Vision the, stuff, the therapist, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. like, there, everything would be two screens and it would just kind of go back and forth. Yeah, a bunch of those guys went uh, on to. They're now Bob's Burgers people. Those people. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah there you go. Or the, or the everybody Wang Chung tonight video is another good uh, <laughs> comparison. But like a like um, a low like a low data GIF really is what you're making. A low data GIF, yeah, exactly. Okay. And they say, yeah, it's okay. It's not great. It's okay. I think we're gonna. I think you and I are gonna like it a lot more than most people. They say there's something in there called Job Job that is great. That's gonna be a lot of fun for um, job job. for the tadpole. Job okay. Job. All right. So, you had me. You had me at job. But if there's two jobs, all right. It's Job Job. Okay. Job Job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll do. Um, We'll do that. We're doing eight, and it's. Uh, I've already got it. Just gotta gotta play it, and uh, we'll cool. do that Friday. So, if any of you guys want to be here and be a part of that, please do. Uh, we tend to give preferential treatment on those episodes to patrons who are there, and we'll pull them in first. But it doesn't yeah. mean others can't play. And certainly, oh no, the, we yeah. almost always have extra space, and uh, and there are a lot of games where the audience plays as well, and and are as important to the outcome of the game as the players themselves. So. Yeah. Yep, and I, as far as I'm concerned, these are some of the funnest things ever made. So 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Y'all should y'all should come check it out for sure. They need what they need to do is get with the uh, what the dub guy and just uh, just load that or make that part of Jackbox Nine. Make it a yeah. Um, just make it part of the collection. Do it. Yeah. Why not Buy absorb them? Absorb yeah. them. Absorb them like the bog. Assimilate like a like a bounty tissue on a, a particularly pesky sk- uh, spell. Absorb exactly. it. <laughs> All right. Speaking of absorbing, we're about to absorb this guy. I don't know if we're absorbing enough to absorb one Brian Dunaway, but we'll try. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. How are you? Hello, Brian Dunaway. How are you guys doing on this Monday? Oh, you know. You know, it's a Monday. Yeah. Just kind of making it happen. It's Monday. It's making it happen. What do you want from us, man? Yeah, what do you want? What do you call for? What do you need? Oh, 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 we called you. I want you to be excited about Monday. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm the anti. I'm the anti Garfield. You are. You like Mondays. I mean, I'm not against Mondays, he but hates. I'm certainly not as excited about Mondays as I am about Fridays. Yeah. Not for it. Do you? What's do you a Friday? What, what has a Friday ever done for you, Ibit? That's true. Wait, hold on. Uh, do you eat? Do you like lasagna, or do you? Do you? You must hate it. Then. <laughs> if you're an anti Garfield. You hate it. I am. I'm anti lasagna. Too much. Too many wet noodles and meats and cheese and oh my god. That sounds great right now. Yeah, and does. then I'm always tempted to eat garlic bread with it and then I smell mm-hmm. like garlic breath oh. the rest of the night. You <laughs> brush god. your teeth twenty times, it's still there. Yeah. Can we just talk can we talk for a while on a on a on a weekday morning about something that I'm allowed to eat? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Something that Noom <laughs> is okay with? Oh yeah, Noom. I forgot you doing that Noom thing. I'm doing the Noom. So is pasta never an option? That, on that's Noom? moon backwards. It yeah. is, yeah, which is uh, the only You're thing. You're going can... to the moon. I think they just said what four letter uh, dot com is available. Noom? Great, mm. let's use it. Do they let you eat any pastas at all? Or or no? They let me whatever I want. It's just a matter of yeah, if I get to eat anything else the rest of the day. Like I basically <laughs> It's 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 telling you how many calories you're supposed to eat. This is something you could do without paying anybody, right? You figure yeah, out how many calories yeah. a day you're supposed to eat. Right. You stay within those calories. You don't need a an app to tell you to do that. But um, yeah, this one you just enter in. It's like um, one bowl of pasta. Right. <laughs> all all this stuff is just like having a, a digital accountability buddy. All yep, those services, exactly. whether that's it's Weight I, Watchers or whatever, it just takes all. That's really the, what I'm paying for. Is I'm paying yeah. for someone on the other end to say, "Oh my gosh, oh, you sweet on, summer baby. child, would you quit eating zingers?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, zinger sounds. Oh, good speaking too. of gross stuff, I saw Twizzler. Twizzlers yesterday, which I no no I'm sorry I'm sorry Twizzler I almost called it wrong. Cereal. Twizzler I'm wrong. breakfast cereal. I'm wrong. I wrong. I said Twizzler, okay. but what I meant to say was Red Sizzler. Vines. Don't no, get mad. Don't vines. get mad. Blech. However, Blech. however, they were discolored. I'm like, what's wrong with these Red Vines? Are they bad? No, they were candy corn Red Vines. I'm like, get out of here. Were they red? Wait, are they? So they're not red then? So they're like no, they're not yellow, red. They're not orange, even red white vines. vines. Yeah, they're like orangish. Not even a good orange. Mm. Did Oof. you did you oh. get them? Or did you decide? Oh no! What do I look? Do I look crazy? <laughs> I don't know. Like it seemed like you went and got a um, McRib in a drive-up for us once on a live show. So I don't know. <laughs> that's a McRib. You're you're in a totally different food yeah. category. Yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. Uh, well, core. Brian, it's good to have you here. We're gonna play a game. Oh, good. And uh, we're gonna try to win some prizes for some some lucky winners potentially. I guess either right. way they win the, these things. But uh, Brian, tell us what we're doing today. 
Yeah, someone's going to win and someone's going to be a runner-up. Uh, welcome to the Morning Squirm, a back-and-forth trivia game where our players will match wits on topics that would even gross out Jason Bloom. Scott and Brian will take turns answering multiple-choice trivia questions, and if they get it wrong, the other player gets a point. The player with the most points after five questions wins the prize for their contestant, and we're pulling contestants from members of the tadpole that aren't able to listen live. So, Scott, you're going to be playing for Braxton D. of Lexington, South Carolina. Is he? No, I, what, whenever what? I, if I experience Braxton D, does that mean I'm not actually giving birth yet? <laughs> no, it just feels you're like not I actually am. pregnant if you're okay. experiencing Great. Braxton D. Got it. I'm uh, I'm just north of Lexington. Oh, you are really? Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very very close town. Yeah. You're also. I, I just... once dated a girl from there. Whoa. From the Lexington, and her name was Braxton. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now Brian, you, now you know too much. Somebody who's also just uh, south of you, a little further south, Robert D. of Lakeland, Florida. Oh, yeah. So uh, East Coast represent today. Yeah, there you go. Pretty cool, yeah. Lakeland. I've heard of that before. Why have I heard of Lakeland? Yeah, there was a newspaper in Lakeland, Florida, that I went to, and I can't remember Lakeland. We live in the Lakelands area Gazette. here in South Carolina. Gazette, the Lakeland. Probably it's something like that. Lakeland Times, Tribute. Lakeland Gazette. Yeah. Uh, Tribune. Tribune. Lakeland Tribune, maybe? Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we got dumb I'll, bet you, I'll bet you Robert would be able to tell me what the Lakeland, uh, Florida newspaper is. <laughs> he probably could. Uh, guess what? Those are into the questions, unfortunately. Uh, otherwise, you guys would have done really hey. well at them. Um, <laughs> these, uh, <laughs> uh, I think, I think Brian won last time. So, Scott, <laughs> you're going to go first. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? What's that? I don't. I could never remember if I've won, but I'm pretty sure I've not won every time. But every week, it seems like you Do say, say Brian won last time. Yeah. So I don't I think have. The last I don't two know. I've said the Brian won last time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Brian uh, won last time because I was excited that the the better game I think went to the person. Oh yeah, that I yeah, yeah something for. like that. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, and I should tell you the games uh, our players are playing for are West of Dead, Ooh. Atomic Crops, and Heaven's Vault. Dude, yeah, West of Dead is. Excellent game. Yeah, Love so is Atomicrops. Atomicrops is like farming that. meets uh, dual stick shooter uh, roguelike. Really? It's, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> A dual stick shooter farming game? Yes. Oh, my God. Take that corn. Yeah, you're raising like mutant like plants and stuff, and then you got to you gotta keep them protected. Atomicrops is awesome. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. And then what do they do? You like, you like sell those off to Red Vine, and they make some kind of crazy-ass <laughs> candy corn? Yeah, and then they show up in your yeah. local you uh, Publix or whatever, and then you go buy Now, this is buy. actually the Cracker Barrel. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You had to go there. Uh, the Cracker Barrel's oh. trying to do, they're trying to change their image. There's Are a they? big old giant sign. When I walked in, it was like, hey, we welcome all people. And it was like, <laughs> it, it was just very welcome. I'm serious because it's, it's, they've gotten a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of stigma over the years yeah, of being of catering to a, a specific type. And now they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to change their image a little bit. Which is I think that's because, look, I think that's great. And I hope they do. But the fact yeah. that in the, the year 2021 of our Lord, they have to have a sign up that says "We accept all people" is really yeah. really telling. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, right. it, it was more it was more eloquent than than just that. But yeah, I was just glad to see that because we've always had a diverse group of people in our Cracker Barrel where I live. We we are very mixed and just you know in many sure. nationalities here. Believe sure. it or not, we're very mixed here in, in diverse. South Carolina. Yeah, you're yeah. diverse. <clears throat> you're a diverse. You're a you're a you're a melting pot of sorts, right? right. Would you say that? Yeah. Okay. And Cracker Barrel is a, a company that wants your money, and they don't care what you look like or <laughs> no. who you are. Right. It all spends the same. <laughs> got money in your pocket. Yeah. Right. Plus, they have a pretty good uh, ch- chicken fried steak. I'll say that. For yeah. Them. Yeah. It's not and, bad. Yes. and not very good grits. No. Oh, I'd my. No. Well. Okay, 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 okay. Look, 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 look. 
Reg- regionally speaking, the yeah. Cracker Barrel where I live, the grits are pretty good. Okay, that makes sense because okay. there are places mm. in this world where, like, you go to St. George and they have that Taco Bell down there. You're going to have the best Taco Bell of your life. And right. I don't know why it's better there. I have no idea. But I, mm-hmm. I what I assume is in South, South uh, Carolina... Maybe somebody takes a little more time with the grits over there Maybe at the local cracker room. Yeah, they, say, they, they've got let's say history. That's it. Yeah, let's say it's, that's it's it. It's authentic. You know, it's like you, like Scott was saying. If you have authentic cooks in the kitchen yeah you're gonna get authentic food yeah maybe mm-hmm. unless the franchiser uh the, the lords come in and go no we make them Roll. bland we make them bland for a reason you're fired you know we're just supposed to be watery and, we'll and put you know. all that flavor in there we gotta spread <laughs> we that out over all the grits we can't afford flavor <laughs> don't open that flavor packet right <laughs> We can't afford The answer is A. Yeah. I'm going with yeah. A. You're, You're going, going with, with A? A? All, All right. right. Well, why don't yeah. you hear the question first? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian, mm. 81% of surfaces in a hotel room have traces <laughs> of what on them? <laughs> <laughs> is it A, fecal matter, uh. B, sperm, <laughs> C, blood, or D, urine? Wow. You know, my de facto answer has always got to be fecal matter. So, I mean, why would I? <laughs> anytime there's a question about the coverage of something, yeah. it's always fecal matter. Well, so you I gotta never go bring a, a black light into a uh, hotel room ever. Right. Like, just never. No. Um, yeah, of course, it's going to look like a Jackson Pollock painting in there. It is uh, fecal matter is correct. <laughs> fecal bacteria uh, found on most 81% of surfaces in a hotel room. So, when they say surfaces, they just mean everything desks, uh, the, the side right. table, like the, the alarm clock, the whatever. The table that the uh, TV sits on, the two end right. tables, the. Uh, I'm always the, curious. I'm always curious how they get this data. Is it like a very small sampling? They go into one, you know, hotel in the middle I of nowhere. I imagine it's based on it... more than one hotel. I yeah. mean, it's yeah, probably I so too. Yeah, it's what probably you, they probably do? go to hundred hotels. All day? Yeah, I don't what do you know do what... all day. I, I scan the hotels randomly for fecal matter. That's right. my job, yeah. and I report back. Your selection better questions. be more than just one hotel. If it's just like one Super Eight hotel in the middle of you know Omaha, <laughs> exactly, that, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, and you better be going to like the courtyard by Marriott. You better be going to yes. the. Uh, Ritz Carlton, you know, better really give us a a, a wide sample of yes of price. What bugs me is gross. your other parts of your probably. list there. It probably are also there, right? Like so, there's poo, but then some. There is a fair amount of sperm, and there's probably a decent amount of blood, yeah. and you know, like all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all in there. Ugh. What, what what I think this means though is that. Yeah, there's some places that maybe have trace elements of ten or fifteen percent. Right. But that means to balance out to average to 81%, that means there right. are a lot of places that have 100% of their surfaces. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought maybe I was crazy, but everywhere I go, I fucking smell shit. So maybe that's what's <laughs> going on. Everything's just covered in a thin layer of fecal matter. You can go to Costco and get those uh, small packets of sanitizing, wet sanitizing wipes. <laughs> Take those with you on every trip and just wipe everything down when you yeah. get in yeah. the hotel room. Yeah, yeah, why not? They're doing a better job of cleaning it before you get in now, but... You know. I'm, I'm sure they are now, yeah. yeah. But still, yeah. it's all a, it's all a relative. Sign. So if it was a bunch of fecal matter, it's now just a little less fecal. It's just less fecal matter. But there's still fecal matter, mm. right? It's just a lower right. amount now. Exactly. All right. J.C. Calhoun's like, thank you for explaining how averages work. Uh, J.C. Calhoun, <laughs> it wasn't a matter of explaining how averages work. It's just a matter of saying that that means there's probably a lot of places that have a hundred percent. You know, yeah, I've been yeah. thinking more since we've we've been we've been through COVID and everything, and, and we've yeah. talked about yeah. aerosol drops and stuff. So, it, it, does fecal matter escape with our farts? Is that what's going on? We got like a fine spray of no. 
Yeah, people, probably. I, or I think people just go to the bathroom and they don't wash their hands afterwards. Then they right. Yeah. They go and they you know work on the at the desk or they open the the sliding door and go out on the balcony and use the table and chairs out yeah, there. And they're, and they're drunk because they were out all night with Bill from marketing. They're there for some local right. conference and exactly. the, the guy didn't even he forgot to use toilet paper. He's just walking around. I want to apologize hand. for going deep dive on that question. <laughs> I apologize. Right. Go ahead. Oh, believe me, we're, we've got plenty of deep dive to go. Uh, Scott. <laughs> yeah, great. This is great. Uh, a thread worm sounds tiny and relatively hmm. harmless, right? Sure. Uh, wrong. Do you know where these parasitic threadworms come from? A, out of a child's butt. B, out of unwashed fruit. C, out of your out of your pet's butt. Or D, out of the human ear. I don't know what a threadworm okay. is. Well, that's a, if you knew that, then you might know the answer. Yeah, this is unfortunate. Uh, Knowing where they come from is half the battle. Threadworms. Uh. I mean, it seems strange that it's just a kid's butt, not any butt, but um, <laughs> um, I feel like the worms are always in the bacterial nightmare zones. It's got to be butt. Kid's butt. Baby butt. Kid's butt? Yeah. Kid butt? Kid's butt is absolutely right. Yeah, out of Go a kid's butt hole. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's where threadworms come from, and believe never me, never even that's heard they of that. Did, did, did they find that in the fecal matter at the hotel? Eighty-one percent of kids' butts contain a threadworm. Right. Oh my Mar- god. Marriott kids. Um, yeah. So wait a minute. Yeah. So a threadworm so. is just like a. Then you're not going to be sitting on Grandpa's lap for a little while. No, no, no. Mm. I don't want no yeah. threadworms. Are you kidding me? But I assume they're not good. You don't want them. You want right? uh, You want me to send you a photo of a threadworm? No. No. I'll look no, it up, I'll look it up later right. if I want to kill myself. Yeah, particularly in children under the age of ten. They're white and they look like small pieces of thread. Ew. <sighs> How do they get them? Oh my god. Uh, okay, I'm looking one up. <laughs> don't ask. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't looked know, one up. Good. That was a mistake. Yeah, these are horrifying. Not speculate. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to know any more about these. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I think we've learned all we yeah. want to know. All right, scores uh, tied one to one. Back to Brian. Two two butt questions. Go ahead. We got a third butt sure. question. Sure. Hey, uh, <laughs> you'd better think twice about giving that cuddly koala bear a hug. Koalas are known to easily infect humans with which STD? Is it A. Gonorrhea, B. Herpes, C. HIV, or D. Chlamydia? Okay. I'm glad you got this one. This is impossible. Right. Well, I'm going to kind of eliminate HIV. I don't think that's as common there. Okay. Um, right. I'm there not saying that's Australia. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, I, you would have seen because they don't. They didn't get. The, they didn't get the blame, right? Because when mm, sure, uh, it was, yeah, yeah, it was the yeah, racing monkeys. Point. Yeah, they didn't get the blame. We didn't point the finger. So, uh, but herpes is very uh, because you know we think of herpes as just down there herpes, but. It's in a lot of places on the surface of the skin in humans. Yeah. And so I'm going to go, like yeah. 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 go with the herps. Go right. with the herps. Right. Is it herpes? No, it's not. Give me my God, other, your but, remaining choices are yeah. gonorrhea, HIV, or chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> Two great choices. Um, I'm just going to, it's a total guess. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea is... Also incorrect. It is chlamydia. Damn it. Oh, um, that's chlamydia. right. You still got the point because Brian uh, went with herpes. Brian has herpes, so you got the point. Yeah. Yeah. You could. Yeah. You know what it always Spread that uh, rumor. Spread that rumor around. Yeah. Mush that one around uh, a little bit. 
Oof. Right. Oof. So any, any reason why they have a, such a high rate of chlamydia and why <laughs> you want to hug one? I didn't, I didn't go deep on that. Right, one. That's fine. That's fine. We don't need to know. We don't need to know. So it's yeah. facts. It's fine. Yeah. it's fine not to know. Yeah. Uh, still would rather hang out with a koala than a kid with threadworms. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Brian. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Scott, you get this one. Scott. Uh-huh. Go ahead. <laughs> While not overly common, agrizoophobia is a fear of what? Oh. Uh, a, ant farms. B, zoop, uh, zookeepers. C, teddy bears. Or D, living near a zoo. Give me the, the huh. name it's pronunciation. Agrizoophobia. Agrizoophobia. Agra- Agrizoophobia. Zoophobia. So agrophobia is a fear of crowds. So I'll even a- I'll even type it into our Discord here so you guys can both see it. it agora- is- I thought it was agoraphobia. Was just, it was? It is, crowds. but agra. I, I, the reason I'm saying that is I think it's that proximity to a thing. Words, right? Agrizoophobia. So I'd say that one nearness. Uh, to living a zoo. near living near a zoo. Yeah. Uh. No, the giraffes have gotten out. It is not living near a zoo. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Brian, the remaining choices are ant farms, zookeepers, or teddy bears. Everybody's scared of the ants. Ants, ant farms. Is the answer ant farms? <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to pull this one up. Uh, is the answer ant farms? No, it is not. Oh. It actually is. Uh, well, this says teddy bears. But I'm okay. looking online and it says it's a fear of wild animals. Okay. Oh. oh. Yeah. Um, hold on a second. Interesting. Agri. So oh, zoology. I, did, I typed it wrong. So zo- zoology, is, you know, it's animals in general, not just a zoo, right? Like. Yeah. Well, but see, this one says teddy bears. Like I'm thinking. Right. Um, uh, stuffed animal teddy bears, not. Uh, yeah. The point is, neither one of us would have got it, even if you did. Agrizophobia, the fear of teddy bears. There we go, right there. Oh, Jeannie, what about what about your? Do you have any? Is it? Do you have any like a Teddy Roosevelt fear as well tied into that, or is it totally just the small stuffed animal teddy bear? Just the um, small stuffed animal teddy bear. It's interesting. I'm saying if Jeannie's here, (laughs) we should ask her what. Because she's oh no that's Muppets and stuff. That's Never Puppets, mind. yeah. Um, <laughs> it doesn't count, right? They're not in the same. I'm class. afraid of Muppets. <laughs> a Muppet puppet slash bear. I'm just afraid of animal. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Is there a different spelling? I got my zoophobia. That's interesting because yeah, morbid fear of wild animals is what the free dictionary is coming up with. So you know what? I, I um, think I need a ahead. term for being afraid of. Uh, getting the trivia question wrong that's what ibit has no. he will he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't fear. like it it totally is my fear because i really don't want uh, uh don't want the all right you know what we're throwing that question out i'm giving you guys a replacement yeah besides oh, the, the fear, ibit's fear of getting it wrong is actually called veronica phobia is what that's called <laughs> it is oh my god it so is yeah yeah that's a and that's a recent acquired fear yeah it totally is yeah um, all right, so who? Uh, let's see. And uh, Scott uh, answered that Scott, one, but he got yep. it wrong. Yep. So Scott, you get you get uh, this one. Okay. An eighty-year-old man living in a remote Iranian village went how long without bathing? Was it five years, ten years, forty years, or sixty years? Without bathing. Without bathing. An eighty-year-old man living in a remote Iranian village went how long without bathing? Five, ten, forty, or sixty years. Ironically, ironically, is about as long as he's seen another human being. Um, 
<laughs> Let's go with... Uh, feels like 60 because he would have like decided to do this when he was around 20 and he's like yeah i'm gonna never, never bathing again and then just like, I, I, i'm not gonna break my streak what? Yeah. i've got a streak he's I'm got a streak going for- exactly it's like me i'm never gonna puke again all right so it's got to be 60 it is 60 yes very yes. good all right Whew. point point to scott Whew. all right last question uh this one goes to brian uh Scott's real, already real won quick the game, before, before i forget for- to say this real quick so if you go 60 years without bathing Yes. Do you even stink? In other words, are are you just Do you part, even stink, bro? Are you just part of the earth at this bro? point? Like yeah, cuz it's like there's it's like terminal velocity what with terminal yeah. smell, I, yeah, right? I once think, you get to a certain right, point. Right. I was going to say once you get to a certain level, I think you just always have that stink. I don't think you stop stinking. I think you plateau. Okay, so you just hit some ceiling and then you're always that stinky. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like uh yeah. You you probably visually look like Pigpen with a cloud around you as you walk around. It's just a stink <laughs> right. cloud. Oh, poor Pigpen. Wait, you guys, you guys ever do any uh, stuff on uh, learn anything about the USS Indianapolis? No. You no. know the one that w- that delivered the bomb and then like uh, that was on the way back and sunk and uh, all those uh, all those sailors were out in the sea and there was all kinds of bad stuff going on. No. Mm-mm. No. Sharks, people, you know, cannibalism, all kinds of just. Really? Terrible I haven't heard things. of it, Brian. Get off with your story. <laughs> anyway. Have you heard about the part where Anyway, the, the point being, the point being, uh-huh. I, I want to go a little slower since it's really bothering Ibit. Um, the point being is the fact that some of those guys, it was so traumatic because it was in the water for days and days, and they wouldn't, they couldn't even take baths. Yeah. So I was curious. I'm like, you know, it's like, it, it wouldn't be, un- it's not totally unheard of that people wouldn't go, you know, heck, maybe decades going, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Not bathing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's some people, Keep the water some homeless off folks or somebody who's done that, but it just seems like you'd hit such a crescendo of smell that you'd cease to smell. I don't know. Right. But, but I think are, Brian's in right. in the chat room are saying uh, that this is from also from Jaws. And, yeah. Uh, Quint was squared, from. The P squared very nicely asked, you've never seen Jaws. <laughs> right. Yeah. Quint, Quint does make a reference to it uh, in, in the movie. Oh, he does. Yeah, he was he was on the indie. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's okay. the same All thing. Right. Oh. I didn't know that was the reference. Okay. Forty right. men not bathing. I've... Smell like death on that ship. <laughs> wow. We're going to need a bigger boat. Quint. Yeah. We're going to need a lot more speed stick. That wonder... was, uh, we watched that for Film Sack. Uh, we did. Yes. So uh, your question uh, is, 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 is invalid. It's, it's moot. Yeah, it's moot. M-O-O-T. But I had one more question, right? We also remember a lot more from Jaws than uh, Quinn's story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's sharks and other stuff in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Other things. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you get this last question. Hey, uh, better think twice about committing a crime in this country. If you get caught here, the conviction rate is 99%. Is that country Japan, Iceland, Afghanistan, or Singapore? Is uh, the United States? It wasn't in there. Where, why was it the in there? United States was not in there. Yeah, because no, uh, no. if you get caught here, it's like fifty-fifty, depending on who you know. Yeah, who right. your dad and you is. Said, <laughs> and yeah. you said C and D was what? Uh, Afghanistan and Singapore were C and D. Yeah, I can not say Japan, Iceland, Afghanistan, Singapore. I mean, but Afghanistan. I mean, this it feels like that's just the 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 catchy question, right? So I'm gonna go with Singapore. Sure. Okay, Singapore, where that uh, kid, that poor kid, got caned. Uh, no, it is not Singapore. Scott, do you have a guess? Japan, Iceland, Afghanistan. I think that w- this is going to be a weird question, 
and that it's probably something weird like Iceland because they're damned efficient or something. So I'm going to say Iceland. Because there's so few people there. And there are a few people, like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, th- that's right. actually true because the percentages are going to be all out of whack because it's yep. less people. All right. Is it Iceland? No, you still get the point. But the answer is Japan. Japan oh, has a really? 99% conviction rate. Damn. Well, it sounds like there's some innocent people in jail if you ask me. Well, it sounds like it to me, too. It sounds like probably. Or they're just really, really efficient at getting to that. I don't, I don't buy that. I wonder how the Yakuza that fit into all that maybe but that's interesting now i want to know more i'm a a bit of a true crime kind of guy i love i love looking at that stuff i'm curious now hmm well brian you got you can do some research you can look it up you can find out and then you can let us know what you i'm still i'm still working on research from last week's podcast that me and scott decided to (laughs) go deeper dive on oh right yeah and and cartoons don't have a lot of murder and uh convictions in it so uh yeah, that may not be as good. Well, all right. Uh, look, who, I won. That means uh, who won here? Uh, uh, Braxton uh, B. South Carolina. Uh, yes, uh, Braxton of uh, Lexington, South Carolina wins. Yeah. West of Dead and Atomic Crops. But don't worry, Robert of Lakeland, Florida. You're going home with Heaven's Vault. Yeah, very nice. As, as a runner-up prize. Really good uh, prizes. Those two top games are insane. I haven't played Heaven's Vault. I'm sure it's good as well. But uh, we don't we don't send you guys no crap, Okay. That's, That's right. Rule. We don't give you no crap. All we need you to have is a Steam account, and you're set to go. And all these games, right. by the way, that are on this list are all playable on old-ass hardware, too. So if you don't have something brand new, you'll be okay. Cool. Uh, we're not giving away AAA freaking, uh, you know, this isn't You know, must isn't have a... Uh, I don't know what I don't know what the top of the line 30, thing is anymore. It's like a, nice. M1 is what I'm familiar with. Uh, well, hey, that's t- not it. Today you might get a something new. Yeah, I don't M1X. Know. I, yeah, maybe, yeah, that's the rumor. We'll find yeah. out later on the Apple event. All right, hey uh, Brian, uh, you're, you're great. Uh, oh, we did a film sack over the weekend, and it was uh, mm-hmm. good fun. I'm told by numerous sources, a bunch of emails, a couple of tweets. People really liked the final 20 minutes or so of the show. I saw that. Where we went like super tangent and people loved that. I don't know what What we even talked about. I don't know. I think we just went on a big tangent about other movies outside of... uh, um, the fog. No, you can't. You can't think what we're talking about. Can you? I know. I was like trying to remember what the heck did we watch. Well, because I watched yeah. Lords of Salem and the Fog. Yeah. Yes, you did. Thank you for taking that one yeah. for us. He took one for us. That. By the way, that's the other thing I wanted to mention about the veto that we do use once in a while. Most of the time, we'll get maybe 10, 15 minutes in and go, "Yeah, this isn't going to do it." Mm-hmm. Ibit watched that whole thing. I watched yeah. the whole thing because it started to pick up halfway through, but mm-hmm. just not enough. It was yeah, just still right. like, "Oh my god, this is so." slow and like art for art's sake uh i love you rob zombie but this was uh this was some self self aggrandizing uh right bullshit yes yeah and and the fact that brian still used his veto after he watched it knowing that he was going to watch something else i could have made you guys say you know what screw you guys i'm gonna make you watch it (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so here's it was during our email discussion and we talked we were talking about tony todd and then we talked Hmm, about uh, sprinkling baking soda on something. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, then we if did. that would if that would kill the xenomorph. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know how we. I still don't yeah. know where we did. I got to go back and listen to what we talked about. Was it? Uh, a chat room says we talked about James Bond. Is that what we did? Probably. Yeah, yeah we, we were talking James about Bond. who would yeah. replace. Oh who's going to be the James Bond replacement after Daniel Craig? Must have. I don't remember what mm-hmm. we did. Well, anyway, I'm glad that 20 minutes worked for everybody. If you want to know what the hell we're talking about, check it out at filmsack.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Right. And uh, it's the long-running, much-beloved film show called Filmsack. It's been around forever now. 10 years, 11 years. 
Good, good Lord. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. 12 years. Yeah. 12 years. No, I Cover, 2007. His... Wasn't, didn't we start that in 2007? No. 09. I thought 2000. Yeah. 09. Oh, 09. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. 09. Uh, right. And uh, it's been uh, around for that long and is covered in fecal matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't look at film sacked under a black light. Yeah. Much no. like uh, the boop show, which will happen today at 3.30 Mountain Time, mm-hmm. all covered in fecal matter and some sperm, if I'm not incorrect. Oh. Uh, oh. That'll be uh, today at 3.30. We're going to talk about yeah. indie games. And I found one that will surprise nobody that I like it. That's that's the hint you'll get from me. Uh, I'm, I played the Rift Breaker, now the Xbox Game Pass. Zerg Rush. Oh, a game I played and did not like at all, so I can't wait to hear what you think of it. I know. I, I, while I was playing, I was like, oh, Scott, yeah. You knew I was going to hate it. You knew it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, if, if you got Tower Defense in your game, F off. F right off. Yeah. Not interested. <laughs> oh, is that what, uh, so that's what that game is? Kind of. It, it's got all the stuff that Scott hates. It's like, it's like the Tower Defense. It's got the, uh, it's got the Zerg Rush that Scott's not terribly fond of. It's also got the natural disasters that just <laughs> randomly happen does every it, day. Uh, does it ask you for, uh, to buy crystals every two minutes? <laughs> No, none of that. But the guy, the, the fighting and the battling stuff is cool because it's like it plays like you're playing a, sort of like a Diablo action RPG, but you're yeah. in a giant mech, which is really cool. And that stuff's great, man. It's so cool. But then the minute they start doing all that base building and defense crap, I'm out. Yes. Out. <clears throat> so we'll talk about that today as well. Uh, ch- but uh, ch- I liked it. Yeah, you will. I, I know, and I, that's that's what's good because you're gonna you're gonna speak for those people. Mm-hmm. I, I admit, I'm just you know just not my thing. But uh, that'll be today uh, at three thirty Mountain Time, right here at FrogPants.tv. If you want to watch it live, or you can check the podcast out later at FrogPants.com/slash/boop or wherever you get your shows. All right, I think that's it. Hey, Brian, don't know anything else. Mm, yes, uh, I'll be streaming tomorrow like I do every week uh, where I play video games for the Boop Show on the Twitch. Go to twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. That's me. Subscribe, like, do whatever you want to do. Kiss our collective butts. All right. He's gone. Okay. That'll be the end of him. All right. <laughs> that's all about enough out of him. That's out of, enough out of you, boy. Now this. This is the info we've been waiting for. That's right. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by Bacon. Good God, y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely everything. Say it again. Uh, Do you need more bacon in your life? Well, you're in luck. Zoe Brings Bacon now has merch featuring art by the wickedly talented Scott Johnson. Mm. Visit bit.ly slash Zoe Brings Bacon. That's all lowercase. Z-O-E Brings Bacon. And uh, get your bacon swag today. I've got some of that uh, bacon swag myself. Bacon swag. Yeah, I do swag. too. In fact, I wish I was wearing it right now, but I'm not. It's too it's too cold for the tea, but uh, I need wear a hoodie. the mask, but it yeah. wouldn't sound good on the podcast. I want to get a hoodie, like a big old hoodie. Mm. That's yeah. what I want. I like my hoodies. Good hoodie weather. Good hoodie weather. Oh, yeah. Isn't hoodie a word? Isn't it also nasty? Is it like a nasty connotation for hoodie? Oh, right. Like, uh, it's, like, like it's short for hood rats or something like that, right? Oh, Which is, is like kind of a Maybe negative term. I think so. What am I thinking of? Oh, I'm th- you know what I'm thinking of is Hummer. <laughs> oh well yeah that's also a different yeah, thing yeah very different thing yeah uh well, all right but not always a bad thing no not always hey we found a new and here's some science for you and bobby's not even here <laughs> probably in the chat a uh, new type of car, uh, car, uh, uh, car, <laughs> carnivorous plant <laughs> found in a mountain bog oh no run oh no not mountain bogs yeah run not walk 
Uh, if you hike through a mountain bog along the west coast of North America in midsummer, uh, there's a decent chance you'll run into a false ass. What? Asphode? <laughs> Asphodel. Asphodel? Asphodel, I think. Asphodel. Never, never heard of that. Yeah. Uh, Trianthra occidentalis. I think so. Yeah. And look at this. Look at the brain on Brad. Uh, an unassuming flower that shoots up dark green stalks with white blooms. As it turns out, the false asphodel. 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 Mm-hmm. Found from Alaska south to, Car- uh, to California has been hiding a secret from the human race. It's a carnivore. No. Don't get too close, Martha. <clears throat> yeah. So they, uh, they did some research and it uh, turns out. Uh, it says here the uh, it's the kind of plant that turns the tables on animals and eats insects, which is quite cool, says Dr. Lin, who is now mm. a postdoctoral researcher at the University of Tor- uh, uh, Tor- Tor- I can't read. At <laughs> Toronto! <laughs> Why can't I get that word out? What is that? Uh, what is Toronto? I, I would have I would not have I would have lost the bet if, uh, <laughs> if somebody would have said which word in this <laughs> news story is Scott gonna have trouble with? I would not have expected Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Or carnivorous for that. It just looked wrong. All right. Uh that's a Uh, that's a cool story, but let's talk about the carnivorous human being and and, uh fake tuna, okay? Because this is important. (laughs) Okay. Is it Jared? It's not Jared. It's not Jared, is it? Jared. Didn't he get didn't he (laughs) Okay, I have it in my head. I really do have this in my head that he got shanked in prison. Do I is that wrong? Oh, did he? And and he died? Jared Subway. Um boy, it sounds like a Sounds like a uh, um, clickbait article, doesn't it? Well, he's still alive. Still alive. Uh, he's in prison. Okay, yeah. so that didn't happen. I don't know why I thought this happened. There, he got shanked in a bathroom or something. <laughs> Is that weird? Uh, he did. He got well. He got assaulted by another inmate. Yeah. Uh, the attack left Fogel with bleeding nose, swollen face, and scratches on his neck. Um. Uh, let's see, but I don't see any, I don't see any shanking. Okay. No shank. No shank. Right. For a while he was, he was, uh, in Inglewood, uh, which is near Littleton uh, where, uh, the Spagnolos live in the federal correct correctional institution. Oh my Lord. <laughs> down here. But now he's in El Paso County, Texas. You think there's a, there's probably a phobia of living too close to a prison. Wouldn't you think? think that exists oh yeah there's gotta be i mean i kind of would have a that phobia yeah there's people we have a we have an area right near our prison where people live and i think they're probably freaked out all the time i would be i saw raising arizona i know that you know uh, half a mile from the prison and some muddy stuff john goodman will crawl out of a hole and scream at the rain right Uh, and that's just his normal day oh here the the tmz article jared fogel beaten and bloodied in prison yard ambush Ooh, he's ambushed is that the uh scratches and yeah, let's see. Looks like it. Um, mm-hmm. There's the guy that beat him up has a nickname who I do not want to say. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, his la- that's his last name. That's this guy's last oh, this name. Is I saw that in Wikipedia name? as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, this was in. He got jumped in the rec yard in Inglewood Prison in Colorado back in yeah. January. Wow. Okay. Well, good luck yeah. to you there. Uh, well, this is back in 2016. I don't know how he's doing. Yeah, that. exactly. It's five years in El Paso. <laughs> he's had a lot of. Uh, Five dollar foot lungs. Oh then. yeah, dude. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that has nothing to do with the news article, though. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, Subway gets five million dollar fake tuna lawsuit thrown out of court 
this was kind of a big deal a while ago. Somebody or there was a big suit going on about how their tuna is fake and they couldn't. They went and tested mm. it and couldn't find any actual right. tuna in it. Subway Restaurants Incorporated recorded a big win it's Thursday. All dolphin, yeah, <laughs> all dolphin all the time. Uh, against two plaintiffs who sued, claiming the restaurant's Subway sandwich tuna sandwiches weren't really tuna. The lawsuit alleges that the uh, or that all of the customers pay a premium for sandwiches containing tuna. Subway's tuna's subs lack tuna and are completely bereft of tuna as an ingredient. That that's in the suit. That language. That's great. Uh, it sought five million in damages. Okay. Wow. Look, I'm all for like, you know. Fraud, yeah, holding and, places accountable for what they uh, for, yeah. for their promises, but yeah. five million in damages. Dam- what damages? <laughs> what was damaged? Depends on what what it really was. If it wasn't tuna, like if it was broken glass, then sure, okay, I could see the five million dollars in damages. But oh, if it yeah. was whitefish or or uh, <laughs> yeah, cod or some like a cheaper fish, yeah, then uh, yeah, yeah, a cheaper. Basically, I think that is what it turned out to be as a cheaper fish. Uh, in an eight-page order, Tigar, that's the judge. Uh, I'm it's judge. The coolest, it's judge the coolest Tigar. of all the animals. <laughs> he explained that this is not a situation where Subway possesses the missing information. Rather, he wrote, plaintiffs are the ones who can identify which statements they saw and relied upon uh, and where they saw them. In the, loss, uh, the lawsuit's current form, he reasons Subway cannot properly defend itself against a complainant that does not identify the misstatements it allegedly made. So they can't actually point to statements that said, this is 100% tuna and is absolutely tuna for sure tuna. They never they never really, really? said that. It seems like that would be something that they would have said at some point. I just think you should be able to look at the menu and go, it says tuna there. Right, yes, exactly. There's no asterisk saying mostly tuna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, do you tuna, ever- tuna spelled with two O's, like <laughs> crab spelled with a K. Exactly. Hey, do you ever do that thing where I just did it? I pointed at the sky for my story, and yeah. then I, my hand came back and tried to grab the brim of my hat. It's not there. I'm not wearing it. <laughs> you ever do no, that? No, I've never done that, but that was that's great. That means wow. I'm wearing a hat too much is what that means. That's, yeah. what, that's what that tells me. Or, or not enough if you reach for it and it's not there. That's a good point. Um, all right, that's it for news. We're going to bring in our pal Steven Schleicher after the break. Uh, Bill Duran is on uh, assignment, not really administrative he's on, leave. Yeah, <laughs> he's on a he's on a little mountain trip. I'm excited for him. He's, he's on assignment in Beirut. Yeah, okay. there you go. Uh, Fallujah. We'll talk to him from the scene <laughs> next time. But before we do that, we need to take a song break, yeah. and I assume you got the memo and brought one. I did. Uh, Phil Ludens wrote in and said, uh, Hi, I have an Indie in the Middle request. My nephew's band, Tiny Voices, their debut album is coming out October 15th. That was this last Friday. And they just released a single from the EP called I Don't Even Like Lobster, which is also another problem with Subway's uh, food. Um, <laughs> this is available at Linktree slash Tiny Voices. That Linktree is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Tiny Voices. Um, the EP, brand new EP, is called Where the Time Went. And uh, here is the first single from that. It's some nice pop punk for you. Here's Tiny Voices, and I don't even like lobster. I woke up and I wasn't home Out of the coast in Atlantic Shores I could see the Boston Harbors Now I'm all alone Cold winds 
time went Lobster tails and Irish accents Drink till we lose, tell me where the time went Games on the couch inside with my friends Can't help but wonder but where the time now went All alone Cold winters in a city that I've never been before Walk down the streets, I stumbled on Cobblestone and crowded rooms And it always smelled like booze Is this the life I dreamt of? Is it true? Are your bands? <laughs> Don't worry, this will all make sense. Manly Bands is an amazing new brand. I love these guys. Manly Bands helps men find wedding bands that fit their personality and their budget with unique and stylish designs. And it's not just if you're getting married. You just want a nice ring? Oh, I love mine. Anyway, you start the process with Manly Bands by getting their Manly Ring Sizer to ensure that it will fit you perfectly during work and play. That was the easiest part of this whole process. I love that thing. Once you know your size, then uh, comes the fun. You get to choose from their wide selection of materials like gold, wood, antler, steel, even dinosaur bone, if you can believe it. Those are so cool. You can choose from one of uh, the Manly Band's curated collections, such as the Jack Daniels Whiskey Barrel Collection, for example. Once you receive your band, you get your free shipping worldwide, Okay, uh, which is great. 30-day exchange policy and a free warranty. I mean, they've got you covered is what we're saying. Uh, my buying experience was easy compared to, I mean, this is a nightmare on most sites. I don't know if you've tried to do this with the sizer and stuff, but their little sizer app, pff, easy. And uh, I chose just the most beautiful black band. You're going to want one of these. I'm telling you, they're really, really nice. And my wife's now jealous of my manly band. <laughs> to get 21% off your manly band for a limited time, go to manlybands.com slash TMS. Plus, you'll get that free silicone ring. Forgot to mention that. Oh, the silicone rings. This is a nice bonus. That's manlybands, B A N D S, dot com slash TMS for 20%, 20, I'm sorry, 21% off for a limited time. Go do it today. are you doing in here? Money is honey. This is the morning stream. And we're back. That song once again. (laughs) That song you just heard was (laughs) Tiny Voices. (laughs) 
I don't even I don't even know which uh, which word to put the emphasis on in this thing. It's I don't even like lobster, or I don't even like lobster, oh, or yeah. I don't even like lobster. Like yeah. there's so many ways you could you could the places you could put the emphasis and get a different thing. Mm. I don't even like lobster. English man. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's from their brand new uh, EP called "Where the Time Went." That was Tiny Voices. Uh, real quick here, Carter. Yesterday was it yesterday or the day before? We were having a conversation and. She she says she believes that uh, the word "boot" is the most multi-use, as in its in its spelling of "boot," mm-hmm. not a changed spelling, but same mm-hmm. pronunciation. That the word "boot" is the most versatile word in the English language, in that it's being used in the most places and not being spelled different. And I tried mm-hmm. to think of another one. So Brian, let's just have a quick little game here. God. All right, so let's let's think of all the different um, ways you can use boot. Obviously, the shoe is a boot, boot or the, right. the the footwear is a boot. Yeah. Um, the giving somebody the boot means getting rid of them. Right. Um, also, like uh, to boot. Uh, oh, right. You know, oh, this and it's got that definition to boot. To boot, right? Whatever um, that is. Yeah, they got the car, um, the trunk. That's a boot. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. Um. um what was the other one? Uh, Carter's in here, I think. Let's see. Uh, maybe it's only four. I think we came up with four. If, boot, uh, you've been boot. Rainbow Bright says boot also means stupid. Really? Oh, it also means start your computer up. Oh, boot. Yeah, boot your computer. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, boot. Um, somebody, some people use it as throwing up, like booting. Right. Okay. So there's another Booted. one. Uh, boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, young office police officer. I've heard that one. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, we boot. Brian already did footwear codes from home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <laughs> DOS boot. I don't think that's it. Fire somebody. I mean, getting rid of something, giving it the boot, but I guess firing. Yeah. Oh right, the car tire and parking enforcement, the Denver boot. Oh, the yeah, boot the boot. Big, yeah, the car on your yeah, tire. The big metal right? thing you put on. Yeah. So that so far I'm at eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Okay, that might be all there is. So then a bunch of people in the chat said the F word is the more versatile word. But I can only think of maybe four uses. Yeah. I'm not going to get if, into those so much. But <laughs> listen, if you if you ask David Spade, he would say that dude uh, has the most different definitions. Yeah, that's <laughs> from true. that bit that he used to his his uh, solid ten minute set included dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, set or something like uh, there's there's something like some very similar or simple word like set. Um, oh, set might be one too, yeah. Set because you'll set something down. A collection of things is called a set. Your TV um, set, a which TV is a single set, thing. Yeah. A um, cassette, a sunset. Oh, okay. The way you know what? <laughs> I can't believe I said cassette. Never mind. Ignore what a I cassette. just said. Yeah. <laughs> ignore it. Ignore oh, it. An Alanis Morissette. Morissette. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a movie set. Yeah. Sunset, yeah, all these things. I think set has. Is, uh, oh, set. We need an, yeah. we need an official. Yeah, set. We is need an official uh, listing. Boy, e. this is good. I like this. Yeah, E. A. E. Ferris says set is the winner. Well, then we believe you, E. A. Ferris, unless Tally tells you to f f oh. E. A. Ferris. Holy cow! J. C. Calhoun again uh, with the facts. Guinness Book of World Records: the English word with the most meanings is drum roll, please. Oh wait, I have one. Uh, oh no, I didn't put it in here yet. So instead, I'll play this guy. Diarrhea. All right, go ahead. Here we go. 
Set. It is actually set. Oh. Uh, 430 cents is listed in the second edition of the Oxford English Dictionary. Um, also, it contains the longest entry in the dictionary at 60,000 words. Wow. So okay. Set. There you go. Yeah. We did it. We did it on the show. Carter, I'm sorry to disappoint you. It was not the word you thought it was. Yeah. You need to set your expectations lower on yeah. whether or not. Uh, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get Stephen in. She said a boot to uh, to yeah. find the word with the most definitions. There you go. All right, uh, I don't know his name. Major spoilers, that's who. I always start typing Stephen and it doesn't do anything, and then I realize, oh yeah, his name is Major Spoilers. And so why do I do that? I don't know. Yep. But here's this. I, CRPW, get credit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Stephen Schleicher. Stephen Schleicher. <laughs> hey, look who it is. It's Stephen Schleicher from Hayes, Kansas, who uh, does everything major spoilers-wise right from there, and it's great. Hey, Stephen, what's going on? Oh, not a whole lot, Scott. Good morning, Brian. What a Good lovely morning. setting you have behind you. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you. Yeah. Nice set. I have a nice set of collectibles yeah. uh, yes, that I've set upon the wall and set on the bookcase. Yeah. And, um, Your microphone's uh, got a nice setting. Uh, yeah, right. Set. Set down a spell. No, I'm all out. Set. I'm out. Set. Uh, set. Uh, set your watches for fun. Oh yeah, Jeannie says. <laughs> now you're all set. See, that's another. Good oh yeah. One. Yeah. Oh yeah. Set, dude. Set. Versatile word. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. English is weird. Hey, Stephen. It's good to have you here. Uh, oh, uh, boy, we're we're basking in the light of the fandom. Wow. Event. No kidding. A lot of stuff happened there. Did you watch the whole two hour no. plus stream? Was- no. No, I was at a, a soccer game, a final soccer game for my son uh, for the season. So for me, that would be yeah. all the more reason to watch the full two and a half hour stream. <laughs> well, no, they won, so it was good. Yeah, that, was good. Good. that is good. Yeah, but there was a lot of stuff. Um, some people are, are. I see some people saying this wasn't as excited as exciting as last year. I'm looking. One of the problems is uh, they put this across all of their Warner Brothers channels. Yeah. So, like, if you go to the DC uh, feed. They've only got just under a million views. If you go over to the Warner Brothers feed, it's got a certain number of views. The HBO Max has a set number of views. So I think they may have kind of watered down their overall view numbers by spreading it across multiple YouTube channels. But still, I'm going to bet they had over a million people watch this in a 24-hour period. And there was some good stuff uh, Some good stuff there. Yeah, oh, I agree. Lots of good stuff. Yeah, yeah we- I, I recommend the... Uh, um, I recommend the YouTube channel that's got each of the bookmarks. Yes. That's the DC. Uh, that's the way that's to do the it. DC one. Yeah, that's but, the DC. That's a really good way to do it because then you can just jump to the next one and, and yeah. jump to things you want to see. I will say this though: yeah. annoyed as I'll get out, I was at the time. I sound like Yoda. No, annoyed as I'll get out, I was. Um, anyway, I'm watching, and uh, the thing for Black Adam is on. Right, they're talking about it, mm-hmm. and I like the first bit where it's uh, James Bond talking about everybody, and you know, I'm playing Hawkman, the next guy, you know, all that. That stuff's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But then they said, and then the, and finally, the man who ties it all together, Dwayne Johnson. Blah, blah, blah. And then out comes <laughs> The Rock and spends another 10 minutes talking about how cool their movie's going to be. And right. then finally we see the teaser at the end. And the teaser's great. But holy mm-hmm. crap, it took them long enough to freaking get there. So some of that pomp and circumstance isn't really my jam. I just wish they'd get to the... Get to the to be honest, damn thing. Yeah. that's kind of how a San Diego Comic Con Hall H presentation would be. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And maybe even the a little last, bit longer. Cause... The last four minutes are the trailer, and before that, it's all this. Oh, we're just so excited to bring this thing to you. Can I have some more pancakes, please? Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Um, yeah. I do like, and he's in a couple things. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, like 
he almost uh, should have his last initial begin with C because he is so DC. He's like got uh, Black Adam. He's doing the voice for um, Crypto and uh, that animated mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yep. which I which I'm weirdly excited uh, about. That's the way you do that. You animate DC. that, and then I care. Yeah. That's how I care about that crypto mm-hmm. thing. If you were doing that in real life, like a live action version of the Crypto Dog and his friends, f off, f right off. But do it in 3D animation. Uh, you'll sign me up. I'll watch your dumb movie. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we got a, a few kind of teasers of some movies that are kind of still in production. Black Adam, of course, just went into post production. And to be honest, the teaser that they showed us, I think those were some of the stand-in effects because they didn't look very good. I thought um, him electrifying that guy till he disintegrated looked all right. Uh, watch it again, Scott. Watch it on a big screen. That's that's one thing that I would recommend. <laughs> is if, if I watched it on our on our HD television, and yeah. I was like, oh man, there's some there's some weak moments in that. Oh, really? uh, we also oh, the no. same thing with same thing with Aquaman. We just got a little bit of a tease. Same way with um, uh, the Flash movie. We just got a little mm. bit of a tease of that. Well, stuff. yeah, do, we didn't even get a teaser trailer for Aquaman. We just got uh, Momoa no, talking about the uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which looked really cool, and some of the the animatics and stuff looked great, but. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing with yeah. the, the the Flash thing, the, the big highlight of that was hearing Michael Keaton talk over the damn thing, because we know mm-hmm. he's coming back as old Batman in that. Yeah, we get oh. to see multiple Flashes. We get, we're going to potentially see more than one Batman. I know, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Ben Affleck has said that he had more fun playing Batman in the Flash movie than he did in the in the Snyder in the Snyder uh, Justice League. Oh, well, so, that's weird. Yeah, so how's so that going to work? Know, we're going to. How, how do what you mean? How's that going to well, work? Well, <laughs> what I mean is, you, if you've got, you can have multiple. It's the multiverse, Scott. Uh, I know it I is. Mean, but Marvel, did, Marvel isn't the first one to create this. No, I know that. I. It's not that. It's just that. So that will make it canon that Ben Affleck's in a different universe than than Michael Keaton, than Robert he's Pattinson. The, he's in the same. He's in the same universe as the Flash is. Just like the TV. Uh, did you watch the yeah. um, the big CW crossover event? No. two three years ago. No. So yeah, they actually kind of reference that because at one point, as Barry Allen is running around and the multiverse is collapsing, <sighs> he runs right. into to uh, Ezra. Ezra Miller's yeah. uh, Flash in that. Yeah. So oh. yeah, they they've definitely set it up that all of these things exist in a multiverse. Multiverse. Okay, that's fine. They just can't. They can't go too crazy with that. I, I like that stuff in the comics most of the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. it gets a little out of control. <laughs> I'm not saying they have here. It'll be fine. Like yeah. Infinite or the the upcoming Doctor Strange business may just completely do that on Marvel side and it and totally and might f it up. Yeah. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, and if you've seen um, uh, the What If series. You know that explores the multiverse as well. Yeah, one hundred percent. Does yeah. uh, um, does any of this take place in the Joker movie universe? The the um, not that, not Joker. that I have not okay. that I have seen or heard. Yeah. Okay, not it saying does. that they won't do some reference to that, but not that I've seen because that's that yeah. takes place like in nineteen eighty or something, right? So yeah. it's you can't even really do Pattinson Batman because Joker would be like. <laughs> 60 years old or something 80 yeah. years old although we're, yeah. I don't know how old actually do we know what the era is that the new Batman's in is it supposed to be modern I, I guess I saw some cars that look kind of modern but the but his car looks like a freaking muscle car and it's yeah. bad yeah it is yeah and that goes back to that year one um, series uh, in the comics where he's you know trying to find a car that will work and so he's using a, a muscle car in that first year also artist uh, Francesco Francavia has a great little set of conceptual art that he has done called Batman 1972 mm-hmm. and if you guys haven't go and check that out that stuff is really really awesome looking and you might be able to see 
I think, a little inspiration drawn uh, from his art into the movies. Okay. Well, let's talk about that trailer for a second. So it's, it was basically their, their you know, master work of the presentation, I think, or the thing that they kind of held off on the longest. A new yeah. Batman, a new trailer for the new Batman, all that stuff. Um, I, going into this, I'm already sold because I think Matt Reeves makes really cool movies and I'm not at mm-hmm. all worried about it because I I just think that dude's awesome. And it's he's one of those directors where I kind of sight unseen, expect to enjoy myself, regardless of who's in it. Uh, uh, I look great. That's the kind of Batman I want. Uh, all the talk yeah. about it being truly a detective thing is amazing. Uh, what's his name is unrecognizable as the penguin. I don't know how they did it. Oh, oh, yeah, the right. What's his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. All of a sudden, uh, Irish guy. Claire, help us. Uh, uh, he played a, a dead shot. Gleason? Yeah, no, not, play, not dead shot. Oh. Uh, bullseye. Bullseye. Uh, I can't think of his name. Oh, Colin really? Farrell. Colin- Farrell? Colin Colin yeah, Farrell? that's Farrell? Colin yeah. Farrell, Brian. Can you believe that? I did not recognize that as Colin Farrell. That's crazy. He really pulls off kind of a um, um, Robert De Niro kind of vibe. Yeah, very even much you, so, yeah. Even so when you know that it's him, his, uh, face. Wow. even when you know it's him, you still can't see it. I can't yeah, see Colin it. Colin Farrell or Colin Firth? Colin Farrell, not Firth. Okay. Yeah, definitely not Firth. I mean, wow. they're nice. They're both nice Collins, as far as, far as I know. They're, they're good. They're ad- adequate Collins. Yeah, they're, ad- they're adequate Collins. Of all the Collins, they of all the Collins, they're, they're the, adequate. In the yeah. top, yeah. Uh, Colin Quinn would beat them all. In a, in a, Did you guys? I mean, does it get, get you more excited about that movie or less excited about that? More movie? excited. I, I'm stoked. I kind of after watching it, just even that opening sequence where it's like dark, rainy Gotham City, neon oh. lights on the pedals. I was like, yeah, I'm not really that interested. No, in I'm completely 100 percent into this. This is this is my kind of Batman. I want it dark and gritty. I want I want detective business going on. Uh, oh yeah, I'm so I'm down for all the detective business. I'm uh, down for that. This feels very much if if you watch it, it feels very much like a almost like a seven uh, kind of vibe yeah, going on yeah. as well. So you know, I can get behind that stuff. And yeah. and looks like we're getting Riddler as the big bad Catwoman yes. in there as mm-hmm. well. And no sign of the Joker himself, but we get the Joker, the Joker's gang, or we get a bunch of Joker followers. Mm-hmm. It looks like yeah. yeah, yeah, and that could say a lot about which joker if any they would include here right and i'm hoping we don't get a joker i'm hoping they don't overload this with a lot of mm-hmm. the rogues gallery yeah. um i feel like riddler and catwoman is plenty yeah well and penguin you got three now. oh and penguin yeah right yeah. i forgot um yeah i i this is batman during his early years where he's just yeah. pissed and yeah, i think one. yeah you're it's the year one stuff this isn't batman where he's older now and he's trying to raise young dick grayson you know it's not that this is a different time for him and i really want that story so I, it, every time there's a new batman of any type that's coming out everybody spends months going Heath Ledger is the Joker. That sounds terrible. I can't believe they hired Heath Ledger. <laughs> and then it right. ends up being amazing. So all I'm saying is there's a little Nolan in here. There's a little bit of the comic vibe going on. It's I like dark Batman tales. I'm in. Yeah. I'm all in. Are, are we getting uh are we getting the parents in this one? You no. Think? My understanding from what I read yesterday. There's no pearls falling on the ground. There's no <laughs> origin story. None of behind that stuff. Behind the movie theater business. Okay, good. Apparently, this just jumps into Pearl like behind the movie theater. Big okay. big detective story <laughs> right from the get go. <laughs> That's a whole different movie. Yeah. So I hope not. I mean, I I should say that everything oh, I read seems Jesus. to say that it's not. But yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm going to I'm going to watch it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, oh, I was Jesus. just like, oh, OK, I kind of see some repeating bits that or some, you know, some set pieces type stuff that kind of has me a little concerned. But yeah. I, I like that if you watch all of the stuff that's been released, it's like we're going to light this thing with no lights mm-hmm. and yeah. whatever, whatever light is coming from the, uh, the little record light on the camera. That's what's going to illuminate our scene. And that's it. So well, it's, it's very dark. And I, you know, if you watch just his recent work, the last two uh, planet of the apes movies, you will get an idea of Matt Reeves tone in terms of his direction style and stuff. I love it. I think that there's something about it. That's just like really, really great. So, so we'll see, man. Like, you know, I'm not I'm not expecting the world to alter and be crazy, but I do expect that to be more of what I'm interested in from a bat from a single story about Batman. You know, if you're gonna go Justice League, let's say they do the Justice League over again and they and they get far enough away from the Zack Snyder stuff. Don't go dark with that. You know, Batman can still be brooding and kind of an a-hole and not trust everybody, and that's fine. But just brighten that thing up a little bit. And get it more in line with the way the Justice League is. And you can do a lot of stuff tonally to improve that. And I don't know if Robert Pattinson hangs around for that stuff. If DC movies are from now on just sort of they're not all acting in the same places. You got a Joker movie with a whole different actor. And then you got other Joker being in other things. Like, I don't know what their plan is to, like, bring all that stuff together. Um, but maybe this multiverse thing is the way they do it. And they and they just treat it all as separate. I don't know. But That's something that they've been doing for gosh it feels like a decade now um back when now i forgot her name was in charge of dc they basically said we're just in the business of telling stories it doesn't matter what universe they're set in and we can kind of see that in what's going on with dc comics now where you have stuff that's far set in the future some stuff that's set in the past some stuff that's set in a alternate timeline and so you know if if people are into that i mean uh, yes i like batman a lot i don't want to every DC movie to be a Batman movie. But if every Batman movie tells me a different story and it requires a different James Bond to go and take down the bad guys, I'm okay with that too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you read any of that future state stuff? That's, that's uh, some of it. Yeah. It's a mixed bag. There's some of it's really cool. Um, Mm -hmm. The future Gotham stuff's pretty good, but the, some of it's not good. Like the suicide squad future stuff is just kind of bad. It yeah, bump, there's some stuff that it, that's that's the way with everything. Some stuff's going to resonate with readers, some some won't, mm-hmm. and uh, that's just the the risk you you take when you do this. Now, of course, some of this was supposed to be that that big uh, G5 uh, announcement that was going to happen uh, about a year year and a half ago, mm-hmm. before the big upheaval took place at at uh, DC and Warner Brothers. And now they're just like, well, some of this stuff we already put the work in, so we might as well continue it. And some of that stuff has. Uh, been successful enough that they want to continue some of the future state stuff. Some of it has not been as successful. And so you can see them rolling back into uh, other, other stories that, that resonate with, with readers. Mm. And the other thing I, my takeaway from the black Adam stuff was as soon as the guy interest, introduced himself and I don't even remember the name of the actor, but he says, I'm playing Hawkeye or Hawkeye. Um, uh, Hawkman. 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 My right. brain went, Okay, just stop there and let's just make a Hawkman movie. Let's go do Hawkworld. Right, right. Let's go nuts with Hawkworld. I would love it. 
Oh my well, gosh. Well, it again, it depends on which version of, of Hawkman you're talking about. I know you're talking about that, uh, was it third or fourth reboot of, of Hawkman with Hawk World and everything? Yeah, I love I'm, I would be very keen in archaeologist uh, Hawkman who stumbles upon the, the Temple of uh, Ra and is blessed with this uh, the superhero abilities in like the 1930s and do it as an Indiana Jones meets superheroes thing. I'd be okay with that too, actually. Any yeah. of that. I just like Hawkman a lot. So, oh, is that the guy from Leverage, JC Calhoun? That is who that is. Mm. Oh, yeah, he's cool. Um, yeah, I'm all in for Hawkman. Black Adam, I, I just think Black Adam's shaping up to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, effects-wise or whatever, I don't know, because I, I guess I wasn't paying it close. I'm going to watch it on a bigger screen I mean, it's, today. It's, like it's fine, but when I watched it, I was like, oh, you can see where they're cutting away because they don't want that special effect to be on screen super long, or else they're doing that to make sure that there's, a, at most, a PG-13 rating. Mm. Was there anything in this presentation you, you had heard maybe rumors about that didn't end up happening? Like, no, I, I think pretty much I go back a couple of weeks or maybe last week when I said, here's here are things that we can expect. We'll see looks of all of these kinds of things. What I didn't expect was the um, the Aquaman animated series that was announced. Oh, yeah. Uh, for HBO Max. And then oh, uh, great. Yeah. yeah. And then a fourth uh, season of Young Justice was announced at um, at this event. And both of those shows dropped on HBO Max either the same day or the day before or something because oh, right. i sat down and watched yeah. the fourth season of uh, young justice on um, on uh, saturday night when we got back from soccer was it the entire and, season uh, or just some episodes or, or uh... no they do uh for young justice it is new episodes every thursday the first two episodes are out now gotcha. i don't know what the timeline is on aquaman my guess is it's also going to be weekly but i don't know what the what day it's released okay I gotta catch up on also that. new uh, Doom Patrol stuff was shown. Yeah, yeah season four. Stuff. I'm yeah. so excited about Doom Patrol, and we get a little sneak peek at the Titans uh, season finale. Mm. Uh, and Pennywise uh, going to be continuing. Or, I'm sorry, Pennyworth. <laughs> Pennywise <laughs> all down here, Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pennyworth uh, <laughs> coming to HBO Max from Epics and continuing there. So that was great because that was like the only thing you'd want to subscribe to Epics to watch from what i hear is pennyworth and now it's coming to hbo max which, yeah that's good right that means they'll probably have a longer life over there or at least i hope probably, so probably like doom yeah. patrol i think doom yeah. patrol was doomed had they not had max right around the corner um and then we yeah. saw what we saw that happen with swamp thing when it was on yeah. you know, the dc thing it, it kind of flopped oh, and then right. once they moved it over to the cw after they canceled it after that first season mm-hmm. suddenly they're like there's a lot of people watching this thing but we can't bring it back because we tore the sets down. Yeah. So we're going to have to move on with something else. That sucks. That sucks. Suck. Yeah. Ah, bad timing, you guys. What are you doing over there? I mean, they, they're trying something different and something new. And you got to remember, when you look at what DC was doing, we had Hulu, Amazon, Apple TV was just coming up, and Netflix. And this is, you know, Warner Brothers kind of jumped on, especially with the DC stuff, a lot of original streaming programming before paramount did its thing before um you know some of these others uh, came out so i know dc seems to stumble a lot but they're also in that innovator bleeding edge stage that Mm -hmm. other companies are not they let Mm -hmm. they let warner brothers stumble and fall and then they're like oh here's where they made the mistake we'll do this right and then scarlett johansson's who's disney plus so there you go All right. Speak, uh, so one other final thing that's not connected to this. I just wanted to ask your opinion. I actually have a theory about this, but why The Last Man got canceled uh, for yeah, a second yeah. season. And it's not even done with its first season. Um, I have a theory. 
I think that show, for good or ill, really wanted to be social commentary mm-hmm. for our day mm-hmm. and do it in a way that this like juxtaposition against a backdrop of all men dying at once. And then what would that mean? And you know, all the, all the stuff and then the trans issues that are, that are built into it and stuff. Like, what does all that mean? I think is all worthy of story, but I think what's happening, this is my theory. I think that they wanted it to be commentary on today. And I think people want to escape and don't want to have 24 seven commentary about today. I think people want their television, even their dystopic apocalyptic television to take them somewhere else and not just you, constantly pound into them the issues of the moment. Because the issues of the moment are everywhere else you look. If you're on social media or you're watching the news or you're doing anything else, you are constantly hounded by the issues of today. And I think people wanted to escape. And that show didn't perform that well, partially. I know some people just straight up don't like it. Um, I was enjoying it. Yeah, I think, I'm still digging it. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I, think, I just think the commentary so center of it that it's throwing people and just making it, it even even be. people I mean, who fully are like into this like want this kind of discussion to happen i think are just weary right now we're just tired you, you may be onto something there scott i mean certainly they had a very diverse um writer's room very diverse um uh, crew that was working on this i i I'm not going to buy the argument that some people will probably claim, and you're not claiming it, so I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. No, I understand. Uh, but the wokeness of the show killed it because people don't want wokeness. Mm-hmm. It, that's not it. But you're right in that the time period in which this show was released, and we have to remember that this show was was in production and trying to be in production for, God, a, again, a decade probably. Yeah, since the comic hit, really, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. but, there, yeah. but there, is a, there is a trend that we can look at zombie movies, for example, or the zombie genre. In times when there is good economic um, progress, when, you know, the unemployment numbers are low, when, you know, uh, consumerism is high, the zombie genre becomes super popular. Mm -hmm. But when that wanes and falls the other way, then the zombie genre kind of falls out of favor. So we can kind of track that same way with vampires and um, looking at trends in um, sexual disease uh, transmissions Mm -hmm. at times when there is very little pandemic type stuff around uh, sexual disease, vampire um, genre increases. And then when that stuff comes up into focus, the vampire genre decreases. So yes, when we're in the middle of a pandemic, the best time to release your pandemic show is definitely not in the middle of a pandemic. Right. I agree. (laughs) I totally agree. I think there's, I think some of that's going on. I mean, it's, everyone's going to have their own take on this, but you know, a show either succeeds or it doesn't. If it was succeeding wildly, Mm -hmm. then they wouldn't have canceled it. So Right. What are the reasons? And I think if people are not and, watching, it's it comes down to that. And there's talk of them getting picked up by somebody, but I don't. I know. hope so. I really I do hope that they the, do get picked up by somebody because yeah. the creator, the showrunner on Twitter, had said that they are actively shopping this around. And so who knows? It may wind up on HBO Max, um, you know, going forward. But uh, Netflix. At this point, I wouldn't. Like yeah. yeah. At this point, I wouldn't uh, keep my hopes up too high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's always. There's always more. Don't worry, everybody. Genre fiction, no end to it. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. You, you're going to be able to find other shows that are like this. I mean, um, yeah, I just, I, the, the things that during a pandemic go and look and see that should have been big hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the one, um, it's on, I think it's on HBO. It's the one about this kid and the world has turned into like kaijus. Um, oh, 
I haven't heard of that this. W- this came out like a year and a half ago. I think it's Love Love and Monsters. Oh, I Love and Monsters. Yeah, yeah Love and Nicole recommended that. I have it on my list to watch, yeah, but I've not gotten I to it either, yet. Yeah. I mean, it's a really cute show, and the whole family enjoyed it. But uh, had this been a non-pandemic time period, and everyone is dying from you know this plague and giant monsters, this movie might have uh, been a big hit. But instead, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, ah, uh, well, I want something. I think as as Carter said in the in the chat. Uh, I want a distraction from the real world. And, yeah. And, um, I get and, it. And I think that's probably what is part behind why the last movie. <laughs> yeah. That's why I couldn't stand any show this last, se- uh, this last season that had a zoom episode, like where the characters mm-hmm. were on zoom talking to each other. I just mm-hmm. couldn't watch it. I can't it. do it either. Yeah. yeah. I can't even go near them. I, I don't even, even if there's a hint that that's what's happening, yeah. I'm, I'm off. Like I remember there was a one, remember the horror movie that where somebody gets killed on a Skype call. And then this is years oh, ago yeah. though, right. like before yes. the pandemic. I can't Tailman even go back Johnny to Johnny in that one or something. Yeah, something like that. And I don't want to yeah. go back now. I don't even want to see that freaking thing. Not because no. I'm scared of it, but because, yeah, I don't, I just have zero interest. Like, take me yeah. away from all of this is what we want these escapes to be, not let's go further into it. And it doesn't mean you're being ignorant or denying what's happening. It's the opposite. It just, it's too real. And so when you're faced with the reality of whatever's real, you don't want to turn on the TV and go, okay, give me more mm-hmm. reality. Let's do more reality all the time, nonstop. I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody. I'm sure somebody loves it, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, Captain um, Kipper points out there in the chat, uh, maybe this is why comedies and musicals were so popular during and after World War II. I mean, yeah, there weren't a whole lot of yeah. of grim and gritty World War II movies in the 1940s because who wants to think about that? Right, story? exactly. And certainly we can, and again, we can look at another data point. We can look and see that when during the Vietnam War, when they were showing soldiers' bodies on television, that that is when we start to see the public uh, views on on being involved in the Vietnam War start to wane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a. Uh, I have, a, I have yeah. a this just in, by the way. Oh, oh, oh go ahead. Uh, Disney uh, just announced that a slew of their upcoming releases, mostly the Marvel films, have been pushed back a matter of months. Um, probably because of the pandemic and stuff like that. Doctor Strange has been moved from March 25th to May 6th. Thor Love and Thunder from May 6th to uh, July 8th. Black Panther, which was going to be on July 8th, and now it moves to November 11th. Um, Indiana Jones 5, which was going to be July 29th, moves to the next year, June 30th. And then some untitled Disney live-action movie that was on July 14th has been removed from the schedule. Darn it, because we we're all looking uh, forward to that one. Man, that, no, man yeah, the that untitled one was really Disney movie is hot. my favorite. Oh. Actually, that continuing franchise. that, Marvel's moved, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania moved. Um, yeah, that's free- the problem with the connected universe, right? You you yeah. affect one and they all They all have to down. do it. All like yeah. dominoes, yeah. Well, plus they yeah. can't compete with each other on the weekends, right. <laughs> the same weekends and stuff. But, I, but right. see, here's the thing. Here's what I believe to be true. And I'm not saying this to get a laugh or, or anyone to give me shit about it. The reason I love Mad Max Fury Road so much is... That it's the kind of apocalypse that if we ever get too close to it where it's uncomfortable, we won't have televisions to watch it on anyway. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh To get as bad as things are in George Miller's world, we would have to be to a place where watching Mad Max Fury Road isn't even an option. So that's why it's still the greatest and amazing. And you can watch it anytime, no matter what the world's doing. Okay? Right. All right. You'll never be able to watch it on a TV show if the if the universe goes that way. If the yeah, world if it goes, goes that, that way, way, we're done with TVs. TVs yeah. are out. Yeah. yeah. There's no film. So, again, somebody in the chat said that, oh, the reason why they're moving it is because the production crews are on strike. The IATSE, um, 
uh, negotiations were passed, I believe, late Saturday, early Sunday, and now it's going to go out to its members to ratify that. But the IATC uh, spokesperson said that this was kind of like the Hollywood ending that everybody wants in their stories in that they pretty much got everything that they wanted uh, in that. So I don't think that that's the reason. I think that everyone knows the flu season's coming up. Everyone knows that the Delta variant hasn't gone away. And I think they're just looking at are our theaters going to be as filled as we want it to be? Yeah. I, I bet Indi- I bet they want Indiana Jones 5, though hopefully they're not delaying production too much. Harrison Ford is a national treasure and is getting up there in age. But I <laughs> right. bet they want that movie to open at a billion dollars. Yeah, and if they right. open it now, we saw with Shang-Chi that it maybe get 300 open, 300 on the opening weekend, something like that yeah. or less. And, that can, and it's you just know, a month and a half delay for, yeah, for Doctor it's, Strange. It's not, it's not big, too bad. Yeah. It's not a big deal, but uh, I can imagine that... Uh, they're still keeping that in mind and how do we maximize profit on this thing yeah yeah well i'm uh it's an interesting time <laughs> that we're in um i still say the best stuff is happening on home services including this weekend for dune Ooh! dune you guys dune is gonna be out on the 22nd you realize what dune. What, what is this dune thing dune. Dune. oh is that dr dune is no, that the marvel dune. thing dr dune is this the uh-huh. is this the, the the re-release of the 1980s classic yes it's this that is one a, uh, yeah <laughs> it's a reboot of the Dino, <laughs> of the david lynch uh yeah dude i'm yeah. so excited i will kill him that's all i can think about right now we're having a whole viewing party we're gonna have some friends over it's gonna be great kim's making wings it's gonna be. It's like super. Because you like oh, you having that shared some... experience watching something, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we're doing yes. it here in the house. <laughs> yes, we're not going to the theater. Um, anyway. No, but that's you know the the same argument could be made for why some people like movies in theaters. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I can I, I can agree. understand that. I'm I'm not going to argue on that, Brian. My personal yeah. preference is I hate movie theaters with a passion, yeah. not because of the experience, but because of the people. Yeah. Because of other people. Yeah. Because of I other people. One hundred percent agree yes. with. Yeah, that one, if if my shared experience could always be shared. With with people I like, then you know, right, theaters exactly. would be amazing. Yeah. All right, uh, Stephen, we've said all we can say, I believe. And uh, there's always more, though, over there at Majorspoilers.com. Is there anything in particular you'd like to keep our eyes peeled for? I would say uh, this week we're diving into another Ed Brubaker um, story in the form of Fatal Volume 1 and 2 over on the Major Spoilers podcast, so people can go and check that out. But uh, as we start to get into these uh, late days of summer and things start to fall from the trees and everything starts to uh, stir up uh, pollen and and fungus and all that stuff, make sure you keep those airways clear and stay hydrated. (laughs) Fungus. Oh, man. Fungus. Be careful. There's a fungus among us. Hydration clearing the fungus. Damn. All right. Always good to have Steven here. Thank you for For joining us. Now, Brian, it is time not a yes, Monday, sir. not a Monday morning mashup. It's actually titled a bonus mashup. Nailed hmm. the read. It's called. And okay. uh, Jamie says this is one of his favorites. He tells me. Oh, good. All right. I've not heard it, but we'll call it the Monday morning bonus, not Monday mashup. Okay. All right. Enjoy. Coming up at TMS. Coming up at? Jeez. Coming up at TMS. Coming up at And uh, Steven Schleicher and Bill Duran making things in comics. <laughs> stuff, major spoilers, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. We read it now. Okay. Oh, shit. Klobuchar Lizard throws a book. Try that again. Klobuchar Charizard. Oh, Klobuchar Charizard throws a book. Sex worther. Uh, worther. Dex, sex. <laughs> sex worther. <laughs> I can't say it. There have been zero days since the last MF. <sighs> shit. <laughs> 
Brian thought Tom Nook was Watto. No, it's not what that says. Yeah, it does. Oh, bought Tom. Yeah, I... Sorry. Brian bought Tom Nook from Watto. <laughs> Los <laughs> dos moffs hermanos. Dos. It's oh. not a computer language. It's dos. Oh, yeah, let me do it again. Los dos manos. Ah, shit. Las dos moffs hermanos. Close enough. Your foot vagina. Sorry. Four foot vagina model was my whole cover band name. <laughs> Your foot vagina. <laughs> My foot vagina. Iron Dagger Stranger. Wait, Listen Iron up. Dagger Stranger. Try again. Iron Dagger Stranger. Try again. One more time. Iron Danger Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus noodles. Stick to the Denver Hub unit. Stuck in... <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in the Denver hump. Let's do that again. Stuck in the Denver hub. You. Oh my lord! <laughs> Hold on. I'm not going to be able to do my last one. Here we go. Jury duty. Oh, shit. I'm reading class. <laughs> right. Here we go. I don't like naked late. Sorry. I do like naked ladies. <laughs> that word isn't in there. TikTok teens try tumbling. Oh, shit. Do you not Howie Man? Sorry. Do you? How do you? Do not get Howie Mandel wet. <laughs> Take your wife or somebody like you. Try it again. Take your wife or somebody like you. Somebody you like. Uh, how am I doing that? I don't have I dyslexia. Don't know. I don't know how I'm mixing these up. Let me do that one more time. Your word lexia. Japanese. Sorry. Japalino jickups. <laughs> Jalapeno. Let me do that again. Jalapeno jickups. Words you never want to hear your mother say. What is bukkake? The nut part is emphasized. <laughs> That's a poor. You that's need- a poor order. We put those in those two. But anyway, uh, that stuffed bear has a Twinkie in its. Uh, shit! I did it. <laughs> I did it again. Why is Twinkie in there? All right, Bobby Frankenberger Stein and Hyman. <laughs> I, I whatever. You added a Simon and it's perfect. It's great. <laughs> Therapy is easier when they're all. Uh, bur- it's your poop now. You. <laughs> I thought it was more of a. That maybe. Oh, it's even... your poop now. I <laughs> emphasized the wrong word. It's your poop now. It's just like it's like a Doc Brown at the end of Back to the Future. Marty, it's your poop now. <laughs> that was a professional read by professional men. That's right. Did you hear how efficiently we did that? That was amazing. Without any error or stumbling or anything. Nope, we nailed it. <laughs> That's a really good one. That was fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's oh, nicely, uh, nicely uh, done there, uh, Jamie. Is Jamie in the chat today? Jalapeno Jacobs. I remember that one, man. That made me laugh so hard. I can't stop choking now. Well, Jamie, good job as always. You you killed it. Nice job. That might be my favorite as well, Jamie. Well done. That's a great one. Very, very good. All right, that's it for the show. We've got a show tomorrow, so you know, regular morning business. Uh, we'll do that. And then uh, the whole week's pretty normal until we have our play date on Friday. And boy, are things abnormal on that day. And your week and that you're at your dad's is not a TMS issue, right? I don't think. It's Halloween weekend. Um, I'm going to miss TMS PM, or we'll have to figure out something for TMS PM. Cause, uh, oh, right. You're there. We do travel that day, but maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something. We'll figure something out. Yeah, we figure something out. We got we got a we got a fix for film sack, but uh, obviously it's going to affect film sack. Yeah, we might have to do something. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll figure it out. Yep. Um, all right. Well, that's all great news. Uh, a reminder to the fine folks at home that we are uh, we are literally propped up and made whole by your patronage at patreon.com slash tms. Uh, please continue to do so. That'd be great. I'm sending new artwork to the printers today for the new month. Very exciting stuff. If you want to get in on that, that's how you do it. Patreon.com slash TMS. Also, I'm told by Dave um, that, not your crazy neighbor, but uh, Frog Pants West or East Dave, Michael, uh, that the card game 
uh, Rock Runners Incorporated is up on the store now because we've shipped all the Kickstarters. So all Kickstarter people have gotten their ship. Now you may not have some of you in like European countries, you may be still waiting, but you're tracking numbered up and on its way sort of stuff. So you should be seeing that very soon uh, if you haven't already. Uh, for everyone else, it was like, oh, I missed the Kickstarter. How do I get in on this deal? Go to frogpants.com slash store, and uh, there will be a link for Rockrunners card game, Rockrunners game mat, all that kind of stuff available now if you missed the boat the first time. Okay? Ooh. All right. Uh, I think that's everything. Yeah, it is. That's it. Uh, it's everything. That's all we got. Yeah. The morning stream at gmail.com. Keep those emails coming. All right, Brian, let's get out of here with a uh, musical selection from your vast library. Sure. Uh, this one goes to a longtime listener. Sadly, recent not being able to be in the chat room or uh, before Tank Girl. I mean, recent. It's like three years since I think we've seen in the chat room, uh, sadly. Been a while. Uh, before Tank Girl says, Howdy, boys. It's that time of year again when I catch up to you. I'm 52. We did it. F you, COVID. Double 80s bird to you. My birthday is Sunday, which was yesterday, so you can play this anytime this week or next. Whenever Happy there's a birthday to you. There you go. The request I would like to hear Ring of Fire by Social Distortion. If not that, then any rocking punk band covering a song. Thanks, and hope to see you all next year. Signed before Tank Girl. Um, yeah, hope to see you soon as well. Uh, you were such a fixture here in in the chat room for such a long time that not seeing you in there is still Still kind of jars me. Mm-hmm. Jars me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, all right. Ring of Fire. You know, everyone, it's a it's a, a Johnny Cash song, but he wasn't the first to do it. Anita Carter actually recorded the first version of Ring of Fire, uh, June Carter's daughter, and then uh, Johnny Cash covered it uh, from her. Um, but this version is fantastic. It's from Social Distortion's self-titled album from 1990. Here is Social Distortion and Ring of Fire. <laughs>
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I thought aspects of it seemed slightly fake. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.